This is the Snug Podcast. In this episode, using teams in practice. Health boards really can't exist in their own IT environment alone anymore. I've heard that even our director of finance recently saying that you can't ever imagine traveling to Edinburgh for another meeting in our career. Massive opportunities. The industry's changing to be agile. And I think our single message is that people have got to change to embrace this. Hello, my name's Neil Kelly, and I'm one of the co-chairmen of the Scottish National Users Group. And I'd like to welcome you to our next Snug Podcast. You'll have noticed that this is a little later than it should have been, and that's because we've all been fighting off the pesky coronavirus. It has significantly changed the way we approach general practice, and in particular the way we are using our information systems, information communication technology, in a whole range of different ways. One of the significant developments was the early delivery of Microsoft Teams as a tool to uh, integrate and correspond with other members of our wider NHS community. I caught up with Graham Galt, who is the eHealth lead in NHS Dumfries and Galloway, and who had spent previously some time acting up as the director of eHealth at Scottish Government during the time of negotiating with Microsoft the deal to purchase the Office 365 product suite for the NHS in Scotland. We did our interview over the Teams tool, and I hope you uh, get some ideas of the ways that you can optimise the use of Teams in your practice. Okay, so my current role, Neil, is uh, I'm the eHealth uh, manager, uh, eHealth lead for Dumfries and Galloway, um, and I currently have a national role as well, um, which I've had for about the last nine months now, following my time in Scottish Government with uh, as the e as the chair of the eHealth leads nationally. So we meet once a month, and and my job's to kind of pull synergy together across all the different health boards and make sure we're all going forward in the same same way, same direction, um, as much as we possibly can, and sharing good practice and, and with, with a view to, to driving the national um, digital health and care strategy forward. Uh, I would say that that must be quite a tricky job, but I might get into uh, sticky territory if I go there anyway. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, you uh, allude there to your uh, time at Scottish Government you, when you... Um, took on the um, director's role there for a spell. Um, do you want to just tell us a little bit about some of the things that you you did when you were there and, 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 and how you felt that was going to be helpful for the service? Yeah, sure, Neil. So I suppose there was a, there was a baptism of fire when I arrived at Scottish Government because it was the weekend of the uh, ransomware, the WannaCry ransomware. Um, so uh, that brought an interesting induction to the job, um, whereby within uh, the second day, I was in front of the, I was sitting in front of the uh, health and, uh, sports committee with the minister, uh, trying to explain what we were doing about it. So that was uh, an interesting um, introduction. On the whole, um, my feeling and my desire to go to Scottish government was all based on the fact that 
um, there was kind of a feeling of a, a kind of disjoint between strategy and what the direction of travel to, to the actual capabilities at health boards and uh, being able to um, enable ourselves in, in a way that um, you know allowed us to practically deliver things um, uh, as, as, as a joined up approach rather than what was a more kind of top down approach previously with the previous sort of um, directors and etc. So uh, thinking that with a lot of experience in health boards um, over the years and having a close working relationships with colleagues up and down the country, um, I felt I was in a decent position to be able to go in and try and put some some mark on that. that. So the, one of the bigger um, bigger challenges we had, um, notwithstanding the the kind of retraction of funding. Um, over 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 time was um, how we actually collectively get more bang for our buck on a lot of a lot of things and 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 one of the bigger areas that certainly became very visible very quickly was the whole area around just the the, the core capabilities within you know on, on the desktop in terms of operating system and office back office products in the form of uh, Microsoft Office um, and I think. What was clear was that across the entire country, with the recognition that costs and, and, and things were, were changing and the model of delivery were changing and also with the suppliers, that we ended up in a place where uh, you know, almost the whole of Scotland um, didn't really have a vehicle to take Windows or Office forward. Um, in, a, in a collaborative, constructive way. So one of the bigger, one of the bigger sort of um, marks I was wanting to kind of try and move forward was just looking at the capability of the, the of, of almost initiating our, our um, capability in the cloud rather than on premise, and, and actually now seeing that collectively we could, if we if we actually joined up together with with a probably a, a massive opportunity to do something once in a single simple way for the whole country rather than actually you know doing it 25 different ways across the different territorial and, and, and national health boards you got uh, stuck into negotiating with um, Microsoft around uh, around doing it, the office 365 yeah. deal for Scotland and I, I suppose um, we would all wonder you know what what were the sort of key benefits that you would think that Scotland NHS Scotland can actually derive from such a yeah. deal okay so so I mean I think I think the way the way certainly strategically and 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 even on the ground in terms of capability and um, and uh, the actual volumes of, of, of how and, and where we're going to be delivering services going forward maybe more in regional model and sometimes on national centers um, it's became very very clear that health boards really can't exist in their own IT environment alone anymore. And that's, that's boiled out with natural developments of clinical portals now being accessible right across you know, the country um, and all that type of stuff because the demand for all this is, 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 is high. Um, it was also based on the fact, Neil, that uh, there is a overarching support across the entire clinical and uh, e-health community that when we do things centrally well, it's actually pretty well supported. And, and, and examples such as PACs in the past has, 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 has bought that out. Um, 
uh, things like ECS and, and you know, and, and national approaches to even things like BP computing strategy and things. It's all both pretty positive. Um, so the next obvious move was to actually look at the infrastructure, and that's that's when you start talking about cloud computing and the opportunity that we had to use the Microsoft um service uh, azure service to actually allow boards to start coming together and working together and doing the same thing once and for all you know once collectively because the power then of 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 doctors and and, and staff moving between health boards on board offboarding them the, the the fact that you could have a consistent email address the fact that you could have a constant sort of uh, collaboration environment in the form of Microsoft Teams, um, sharing documents, uh, you know, have mobilising the workforce to, to be able to work differently uh, going forward. So all of these <clears throat> kind of opportunities are now are, are now on our doorstep now that we've kind of embraced that whole cloud computing um rather than what was a, a much more on-premise agenda um, uh, before. So, I mean, obviously, um, getting something like this to work in in Scotland is a big challenge. Um, what do you think some of the the biggest difficulties were? I mean, obviously, you know, at the point that it was agreed we were going to go ahead with this, suddenly there were you, you know there, they were hiring all sorts of people to to make it happen. Um, mm. But 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 there are some real challenges, and I just get you know what 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 are the challenges, and how do we actually get over some of those? Mm-hmm. So I suppose notwithstanding the fact, with some some of the kind of background works first probably worth uh, mentioning uh, up front, and 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 by signing up to this kind of more cloud approach, the whole area of risk around uh, that I mentioned at the beginning around uh, cyber defences actually radically improves. With this now, some boards have done their own thing and are more advanced than others. But but what this then did was is it allowed the, the government to be reassured that um, even with the, the boards that struggle a wee bit um, in that area, they, they at least were bringing bringing up a level of standard. So so that alone was a major um, benefit. Um, the 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 challenges obviously. Um, is that we we still have a decentralised funding model. The boards have to invest in their, you know, not only what resources are provided for e-health by the government, but they have to invest locally as well to deliver services to, to run their business. So that <clears throat> bringing all that into line so that we could actually do things together is, is a common challenge. Um, but the difference with this pro- programme is, is that Everybody had the same problem with Windows. Everybody has the same cyber security threats. Everybody has the same problems with office productivity, um, onboarding, offboarding. Everybody's got these same fundamental problems. And this platform, uh, amongst others, gave us that major opportunity to start doing something similar or at least the same or, or sometimes the same right across the service. Major challenges is obviously running it. The boards have got independence in how they deliver their services, and the major challenge is obviously trying to align all that. Um, but and it's really been quite interesting of late that you know when push comes to shoving in the form of COVID threats and challenges, how all of a sudden some of these um, challenges that we've had for decades, in my experience, um, <clears throat> can of get solved in a couple of months. So, you know, there's always uh, good coming out of the bad at the end of the day. So, yeah, 
Um, so that, that, that to me is always the biggest challenge uh, in aligning everyone into the yeah. So, um, so you mentioned um, COVID and, and the sort of consequences of, of having to sort of up our game and, and, and get our act together um, in, in providing support um, to the service. And, and obviously teams as a, as a function was pushed out um, remarkably, uh, remarkably quickly. So uh, I guess, you know, how did that go? I mean, uh, you know, what was it that suddenly changed that made that happen? What, why did it why did it seem suddenly as though it was it was OK to do that? Mm-hmm. I think I think it has got down to the bit, you know, the business was probably changing slightly quicker than our ability to address it. Because normally we, are, we, we, we do change programmes through consultation, looking at demand, looking at needs, looking at assessing what, what solutions are required. But what was happening in this instance, in my opinion, was that the business was, was changing. People were shielding. Staff weren't becoming available. They weren't Ill. A lot of them weren't ill, so they were still capable. And then it was almost about, well, how do I now embrace people working in remotely? How do we make sure they can still contribute? Um, and various things, and that was running at a pace faster than we have ever seen before. Um, and with that, then uh, we were poised because of what we did invest in recently uh, w- with Microsoft. Uh, as, I, as I mentioned, um, we were poised to be able to deploy this, and and lo and behold, we we, we got a, a fit that, that that seemed to really really hit the spot, allowed people to run their run their services, allowed engaging from literally any location. Um, and people, I think, obviously maturing, maturity of that market as well, um, now that we've all had you know personal iPhones and Android devices in our pockets for the last decade now, we're, we're all pretty comfortable with it. And um, I think these two planets collided and we, we ended up somewhere, you know, with something that's, that's now given us a proper opportunity for the future uh, to, to look at services different and deliver them differently. So, I mean, obviously, uh, as a sort of uh, networking tool, um, it's got lots of sort of features. What would you sort of pick out as being the best bits of teams that go beyond the sorts of things that we've traditionally used, you know, video conferencing and that sort of thing? In yeah. The- so, so I think the difference with the environment, and 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 it's under the banner of Office three six five. Um, I think the, the single biggest thing is that it's 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 capability of mobilising people because you now are not relying on the security on um, secure networks to be to be to be to be doing because in the past storing documents is a nightmare for e health managers trying to make sure that people don't store you know, in sensitive data in the wrong place or exposing it in any way. But all of a sudden now on any device on, uh, and, you know, directly connected to the internet, the security layers are in place with, that allow us to, to, to work flexibly, to to have that freedom to, to to be able to look at our services different because we can now deliver them differently. And um, being able to, to combine... Um, Collaboration to be able to combine stories to be able to combine, um, you know, voice, video, uh, data all into one environment is 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 absolutely colossal. Um, because now you don't feel, I mean, you know, the, and even just the, the the capability of 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 knowing that 
all the papers are in one place for your meeting. You can attend the meeting. If it starts early, you can flick your iPhone on on the train. You can still attend it as you're arriving at the meet. Everything that that goes, or more importantly, and, and I've heard even our director of finance recently saying that you can't ever imagine travelling to Edinburgh for another meeting in our career. And that, I mean, I'd hate to think, you know, indirectly what the cost of people travelling is over in the NHS in, in, in a year and and surely that's got to be, be, be one of the major, major benefits that we, we get out of this. So you, you, you talk about the security. And just to sort of um, uh, expand on that a little bit, so what you're saying really is that, that this environment um, is uh, layered with, with a security which makes it for functioning within the NHS um, around some potentially quite sensitive material uh, perfectly safe, and and that if people set it up properly and use their usernames and passwords and identity management properly, then actually this is a, a much much better way to work. Yeah, that's correct. Um, I mean, the, the the thing is, what, what, one single thing we've we've been pretty um, bold in doing, and that is not letting um, you know having a single tenancy for the whole country. What that means is in the past, we would divide our networks. So, so Dumfries and Galloway to Glasgow to Borders to Grampian would all have their own domains and all your security was held within that environment. So what we've done in a very bold way is actually uh, escalate, you know, promoted them into a single environment for the whole country. And that's called a tenancy. And and, um, and the, the capability and the opportunity having everybody in one place uh, one directory, one email system, one set of folders, one one directory for finding people in video comms, and one area, one opportunity to store documents right across the whole country. All of that stuff now starts becoming something that you know people are indirectly crying out for over the years, but we've never ever had the capability other than putting more layers and layers of security in place to allow things to happen. Through Citrix, terminal services, everything goes with that. But this is a, this is a, just a, a brand new opportunity that I think. So, so um, what do you think um, people using the system um, need to do to get the best from it? I mean, we know um, over the years that we've introduced systems, and then you know that their their full functionality is never really realised. So I guess. Um, you know, that's about users and what do users need to do to to really optimise the, the, the benefits? I think on the whole, Neil, is, 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 is each one of us need to take the opportunity to say, right, right so with, to understand, because it's a different way of working, it's a different model, it's a different, it's different capabilities. And I think each one of us have got the obligation to see how we can actually apply it to our, our, our the way we do our business because we all we all run our business and, and, and operate our, our, our the way we work quite differently and I think one of the opportunities here is is that we we, we can do this now so differently uh, and I think if we're really going and there'll be great practice out there there'll be poor practice but there'll be you know so we've got to all learn we've got to you know be open to change um, and I think as long as uh, as long as we're all going to this open-minded, I think the potential um, is, is, is going to be there. I mean, most most products now, which is really quite um, an interesting observation I've been making in the last wee while, has been um, quite a lot of products are now 
focusing in their delivery vehicle within the heart of teams, for example. So if you get into, for a, a good example, is business intelligence. For so In the past, you would have a, a BI solution, business objects, or Tableau, or whatever, and all that would be another login. It would be somewhere else to go to find data, and then you get emails with updates every day with your reports, all that stuff. That's now all, their front ends are now all being pushed into the heart of teams, which means then where, where you are working, that data will flow towards you. And and that's the way we want to consume information these days. It's that whole concept of a BBC app that you small snippets of data come towards you at, at a pace rather than a great big report once a week, which nobody, you know, on, on the whole reads very closely. So massive opportunities. The industry's changing to be agile. And I think our single message is that people have got to change to embrace this. Um, and, and, and we'll all do it differently. And, and, and that's what, what the power of the product so um, if we were going to hand some sort of <clears throat> key hot tips to uh, users on, on how, to get, how to get going, um, you know, what would they be other than not eating biscuits at the point you're trying to speak? On, on no, 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 nothing wrong with a peanut butter digestive. Um, uh, again, it's that whole concept. I mean, I mean, even Word, Excel, PowerPoint, all those core basic products, you know, they're, they're now in the cloud. They're, they're in, um, and again, it means then, you know, people will say, oh, well, they're not as good as their desktop products. Well, you know what? Um, you know, the studies we've ever done is, is, is like 95% of functionality of a lot of these products are never, ever used. So, you know what? These products that are in the cloud now are, are more than capable of, of most stuff. Um, and the power of having that in an agile sort of environment, meaning that you can get to it on any device from anywhere, and work on things is, is just a colossal opportunity. Clinical systems will flow that way very shortly as well. You know, you will you, that single Microsoft login will give you access to all your all your products as well. Through and that'll be a single sign-on. Products will be available in these environments. And and I think the the bit again is just to ask people to keep an open mind and embrace what's happening because. This is game-changing uh, technologies, um, and I think um, the, the 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 more we make of it, and the, and, and the limitations on it will be probably as as determined by how how bold we are to actually change the way we deliver the services that we're we're here to do. Yeah, <clears throat> um, so I, I guess sort of looking forward over the next sort of six months or so, um, what would you see as the next sort of key sets of developments that are going to really consolidate teams and the wider Office 365 uh, into our day-to-day -day working. Okay, so so the major one that's going to affect the entire country, and as a first again, is that we're all going to move, uh, we're going to shut down NHS mail. So soon thereafter, lots of on-premise exchange servers, uh, some boards have still got their own, own mail systems running, uh, they're all, they'll all be migrated onto uh, Office mail as well. Um, and that then is the game changer because that means collectively we have got security, undefined security um, right across the whole country. We've got every single employee working in the same products. Um, we don't want to be downloading products and, 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 and increasing e-health and IT burden. We want to be using the cloud as much as possible so you can access your data from anywhere, anytime. Um so NHS Mail will, will be a game changer. Then the, 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 the bits, the, the products that dovetail into that, such as um, I've mentioned, obviously, Teams, but the sitting behind Teams is the SharePoint, which is another whole intranet 
environment, which again gives colossal opportunity because we're all on a single tenancy. So web pages will be so much more powerful and so much easier to develop, so so much more secure. Um, and so the, the whole concept of collaboration um, <clears throat> will be will be the game changer that, that, that allows us to deliver services like we've never been able to do before. So so, so I think that the, once mail's in, embraced uh, alongside teams, I and the whole country moves to that single directory, all the benefits that come from it, I think is we're in a, we're in a new place at that point. Yeah, and as you say, you know, obviously things are, are remarkably different now. You know, over the course of the last two months, we've just seen this sort of step change in the way we're working. Um, and suddenly we do need this very different um, approach to technology to allow us to 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 deliver the deliver the benefits yeah um and i you know i think people are all i I think the integration with the mail thing will be incredibly important because that is a bit of a frustration at the moment i guess yeah yeah very much so but yeah um so that's fascinating um graham thanks very much for just uh taking the time to to uh have a have a chat with me about that and i know that um it's something that that people out there are certainly asking questions about Uh, I hope you've got um, good plans for the weekend. Uh, mm, I certainly have. Uh, well, I still can't do. I've got a new jacuzzi, so that's uh, that's my plans. Lying around in that, drinking a few mojitos, I think. Mojitos is as good as it gets. I think is this at the moment, but uh, maybe next weekend we'll go. Excellent. Okay. Thanks okay. a lot. No worries, Neil. Cheers. So, thank you very much, Graham. Always interesting to get a different perspective on some of the opportunities in general practice and in particular in relation to our GPIT. I hope you've all enjoyed this podcast. Of course, we have produced them over the course of the last year or so and you can pick those up from whoever is your regular provider or details of how to find out more about Snug is available on the Snug website and the details of these things are appended to the text at the bottom of this podcast. So, until the next time, take care.